Hey everybody, hopefully you're having a nice, uh, what is it, Tuesday, Tuesday evening. Thanks for uh, coming out and joining me. Going to cover a couple of topics. One is letting go, and then I'm going to hit an update, show some redacted documents, or a main document about what's going on in my my civil court case. Hopefully, uh, hopefully everything is working okay. I'm going to just pretend that everything is until someone says otherwise. Anyways, we've got a few people in here already. There was a few early jumper honors. So I want to say hey to iTumblers. Hey, iTumblers. Thanks for joining. Oh, you basically, this, that was a mistake text. Glad to see you're back. I'm trying. We'll talk a little bit about my struggles on that. And uh, when we get to the, the open session of this, I do have to say that... Uh, I ran out of some of my medication, which could impair or inhibit some of this live stream. So if it ends up ending early, it might be because it'd be really nice if my insulin would show up. <laughs> God, got to just keep positive as much as I can, I guess. Uh, Defy, Defy Dad jumps on and says another court hearing coming up with my petition to modify. I'm going to Grab these because I think we'll hit these later. Looks like all the documents from various third parties and experts are in order. Continues on to say, doing all this without an attorney is difficult, especially when you're battling the other side who has attorneys representing the other party. Yeah, that does complicate things. It, it's 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 really a, a an exercise of frustration and an exercise of your own ability uh, like stoicism to see how much you can actually endure kind of a part of what we're going to talk about tonight. We got, uh, the wise chat manager. One of our mods is on Jack Lumen, who was so kind a few episodes back to, uh, hit me up on the discord and say, Hey, you know, it's not Jack Lumane. <laughs> it's Jack Lumen. As you guys probably know, I have a, a sword history of messing up people's names. So I apologize for that. It's not intentional. It's just for some reason, my brain, when I look at things, it just, especially when I'm on camera, it's like it, it, it leaves me, throws me to the wind to, uh, for me to make a fool of myself. So, all right, I'll get to some of the rest of the comments a little bit later, hold on, let me uh, pull this one. Oh, it fell off the screen, and I'm going to do... Uh, well, that didn't work. Well, that's annoying. My stinger was supposed to do stingery things, and it didn't. Oh, well. Gosh darn it. All right. The first thing I want to hit on tonight's show is talking about letting go. And this is, this is kind of interesting. I, was, I know I've hit this topic before, but I was talking to a buddy of mine who's been going through some stuff. And this topic came up, and I have been working, working with some folks via email, and this is also a topic that is that, that I think a lot of people struggle with. And I'll just start before I start pulling up the points I want to hit. It, it, this whole thing, 
<clears throat> letting go is really tough because in the midst of it, you know, you'll have some knucklehead of a of an acquaintance thinking thinking they're being helpful and telling you you just have to let go. Just let go. That's all you have to do. Now, I don't know about you, but I will say for me, when people said that to me in the beginning stages of this, it it was kind of irritating. I'm like, how am I ever? And this is a conversation I was having earlier. How am I thinking, you know, thinking back, it's like, how am I ever going to let this go? How am I going to, going to ever get out of my mind and make my peace with or whatever you want to call it with the crap that has happened with what's happening right now with what I'm starting to realize back, you know, 12 years ago, 11 years ago, when I'm starting to realize that this issue has been an ongoing issue for decades and I'm look, you know, you're looking back at your life, you're ruminating and you're saying, you know, there's no way. I mean, I remember. I remember me personally thinking, there's no way. There is no way I will ever be able to get over this anger and bitterness. And even though I know that it's going to be negative and it's going to basically, you know, nearly kill me, I just figured it was something I would have to learn to accept and deal with. I And if in my older videos, I used to talk about this where... I thought in that period of time that it would be the equivalent of losing a limb and, okay, I have to make the peace with it, but I will always know every day I will wake up and realize I don't have a limb. That's what I used to think. And that was kind of my early part of making my peace with it is like, okay, I'm just going to accept that this pain is something that I'm going to have to deal with, you know, and just go from there. Just a little caveat, little uh, little mental or little you know teaser. That was incorrect, and things ended up being a lot better than I ever imagined they could be, which to me means things can be better for you than you could ever imagine as well. Now I know saying that right now might feel like an impossibility, but just take it from somebody who felt the same way and thought that I would never be able to, to move past that, that it would be along the same lines. So hold on, let me, let me not answer this because there's a phone call coming in and I do have, I do have, uh, I, I haven't turned on the phone lines, but I'm prepared to potentially do the phone lines. Let me just text and say, I am live. Send. Okay. Ho hopefully that will work. And hopefully it's not a 911 emergency because that would be just horrible timing and a horrible situation. So let me go back to, to this, trying something a little different here. Okay. Kind of already hit this, but letting go is, is freaking hard. This is a tough thing um, I really do believe when I say the bullet says for people listening on the podcast that this is the hardest thing to do. 
I really believe that. And, and partly I say that because it took me years to figure this thing out and to, to make my peace with it and to move past it. So just, you know, bear with me on that. Here's the other thing that was really interesting when I was chatting with my, with my buddy. And I know you guys have heard probably that have been around on this channel for a while. have heard me say this before, but, but I, it, it really feels like our experience on this planet is to learn lessons. And it really seems like when something happens and the purpose of it is for you to learn something, the more you resist it, the more you fight it, like I said, it's the hardest thing to do, the more opportunity we get to learn it. And what I wrote on the bullet, it seems like a lesson that is forced until we learn. And what I think happens is it starts out, it starts out at a low level. It starts, it starts low. And then it starts to go, you know, it amps up and it starts to get higher. And it's like, if you didn't figure it out here, you get this chance. Oh, that one didn't work. That one wasn't painful enough. Hey, let's try that again and do it again and do it again until it gets so painful that your head either just pops off or you finally realize that if you don't learn the lesson, which I think a lot of times is learning the art of letting go, it will destroy you and kill you. And I, and I know for me, for me personally, there was a period of time where I'm like, I'm like, oh my God, if I don't figure this out, if I don't get the message and, and move to the next, you know, go, get to the next step, this is going to kill me. I mean, I have journal entries where I know I said that over and over and over again. You have to slow yourself down to try to ask the question. The, the other thing on here that was interesting, and I was talking to a buddy of mine, because he said the exact same thing that I used to think. He's like, because he was going, th he, he was kind of reminiscing about his struggles through it. And he's like, man, you know, when I was really going through this, I, it, it felt like, damn it, the answer is right there. I feel like someone is screaming it to me. Well, I might have said this, but he's like, the answer is there. It's just, I can't see it. It's out of reach. It's like that memory or that thought that is just, you just can't place it. You can't figure it out. And what I said is, yeah, my experience was, is I thought it was like somebody standing in front of me, yelling at me, trying to tell me what to do but in a language I had, I could not understand. It's like they're, they're saying, you know, you know, bop -a -dop -a -dop -a -dop -a -dop -a -dop. and I'm like, what, what are you trying to tell me? Do I need to go left? Do I need to go right? Do I need to go backwards? Is the house on fire? Do I need to, I mean, what, what are you trying to tell me? The door's there, the door's there. I mean, you know, what's the magic word? And I remember going through that phase of my life and I'm like, oh my God, I, it's like, it's like right at the tip of my, tip of my, well, not my tongue, but like right there. It's like, I know the answer is right there. I just can't see it. Another little secret I'll tell you. Most of the time, you're going to find out, and it's kind of annoying, you're going to find out that the answer is a hell of a lot more simple, simpler than you thought. 
I had that issue where I'm like, this has got to be more complicated. There's got to be like 900 steps to get to Nirvana. It's like, you know, the, the analogy or the story of the person going up to the mountain, going through all that struggle to get to the, to the monk or the, you know, the, the guru or whatever they call them. And to get the answers to the meaning of life. And then you get there and it's like, well, you know, the answer and you know, you, before you start, if someone says you, that doesn't make sense, but it's like, once you battle through all this and you, and you figure it out and you reprioritize what's important, what's not important, what do I put my intentions and my energies to? What do I not do it to that? That is all key. It is, it is all key. So the next, uh, let me bring this back up. So here's the other thing. And, and I didn't quite say this right on the bullet. The bullet says recognize when you're getting pulled back in. But it's more of recognize when you're being retest, retested. I think in some phase, and I'll get to this a little bit later, that uh, my current or that, <clears throat> excuse me, that court case I was dealing with was a test. And well, I guess I can I can jump into it. What I'll what I'll what I'll say on that is before I had that hearing, you know, I, I was going into the hearing thinking, I got to win this. I got to win this. I have to win. If I don't win, this is going to be catastrophic. And it was really stressing me out. And the, the, over the weekend, I had a consult with an attorney that I used through Just Answers, who is now uh, I have an affiliate program with on the show. I just haven't configured it correctly, but uh, they did finally answer me. So that's cool. So I was talking with the just answer attorney who helped me with a lot of it. And I said, Hey, what am I, you know, what, what should I expect? You know, he kind of ran through some stuff and I'm like, so should I win this? I mean, this is, I should win this, right? This is slam dunk. I mean, this is, I should win this. And he's like, well, you should, but depending on, you know, depending on the judge, and determining, you know, what his level of acceptance of risk is and all that kind of stuff, there's a chance that he might not approve or, or uh, sustain your, he didn't know if he said sustain, but maybe he did, you know, sustain your demur. And uh, if that's the case, then you'll have to go through the next step, which would be doing the answer. And then, you know, the the answering the, the plain, you know, and the answer is what it's called and the affirmative defenses, and then doing um, oh, disclosures and I can't remember what the word was. I don't think it was depositions. I don't think that was it. But he was like, then you'll get to the second point where they will expose enough on record that you will be able to uh, do a summary judgment. He's like, you're still going to win. It just might take a little bit longer. So for me, I was like, oh, crap. So I remember before before the the hearing, I'm like, you know, kind of like a, the day before I was thinking, I'm like, this is a test. This is the universe, God, whatever, testing to see if I've really been able to kind of make my peace with things or letting go. And I and I I had this moment where I'm like, okay, I do want to win. I want this to be over. I want the stress to be over. But if I don't, it's not the end of the world. I know what my next course of action is and, and it's okay. 
it's okay. And I, and I got to, and I got to that mode where I was like, okay, you know, whatever happens, I'm okay with. And what I can say from, and, and again, that's like basically letting go. I mean, that's part of that whole letting go of your attachment to an outcome, you know, holding people accountable, that type of thing. And I, and I made my peace with it. And I mean, there was even a point on the folks that caught the, uh, the live stream that I, that I have since privated and will keep, keep off until an appropriate time to be able to uh, reopen that up or recover it, recover the, the, um, that whole story. And when I first got into the hearing, you know, when the judge, when it finally got to us after about a half an hour, you know, he started out with saying, well, I'm going to deny this part. I had two parts that I was trying to, to argue in my demur to uh, have the case thrown out. And he goes, well, I'm going to deny this one. And I'm like, oh, crap. And then it went to the second one and it was like, but I'm going to sustain this one. And, uh, and it was like the defect that the plaintiff has, uh, the court does not feel they will have the ability to, to surpass this defect. So I'm going to sustain it without the ability to amend, which, and I knew from my research, I knew I won, right? I, I'm, I'm like, oh shoot, I won. Holy crap. This is, I just won this. Anyways. So, and I think part of it, I almost get the feeling like if I would have been more stressed about it, maybe it would have been ruled differently just because, okay, okay, knucklehead, you didn't learn your lesson. You didn't learn about letting go. So I'm going to give you some more time to see if you can figure that out. So next thing is, and this is, this is the killer of, on this one is ruminating about the past, ruminating about what you've lost is a recipe for disaster. All that, and, and don't get me wrong, unfortunately, this is something, this is a step that you are absolutely going to have to take. You cannot fast forward through it. I wish you could. I wish there was a magic formula. I try to use my experiences to throw it out there to to help you feel like, oh, okay, you know, hey, this person's been through it. So maybe, you know, add a little more trust and lean into it. But ruminating on the past, ruminating on what you've lost, all that will do, it will keep you stuck without the ability to move forward. And it is, it's, it's a, it is absolutely a trap. I fell into that trap and I also have worked with a bunch of people who also fell into that trap. And I have some people that I'm working with either. There's some that are coaching clients, others that are just, I work with through email and just throwing it out there. People, I, do, I can't answer all the emails, but every once in a while something comes in and I'll try. So uh, if you really need to get with me, the best way is through coaching. Um, if, if you, if it's not that, dire or immediate of a situation, send emails and I will do my best. But on that, I've been working with some folks who are absolutely struggling with this and they keep going back to, but it's not fair. They, you know, uh, they took, they, they destroyed all of this. All this has been destroyed. It's not fair. 
And I'm like, yeah, it's not. I and mean, you guys have heard me on my older videos. I've said that, you know, you have every right to be angry. I am not saying, well, you have no right to, here, let me do it this way. You have no right to be mad about this. You just have to let it go. And you're just overreacting. No, you're not. You're not overreacting. It's absolutely valid. This should have never happened. You shouldn't have had to deal with it. It's not fair. And, but, but the reality is, is like, what is this rumination doing to help you give your life, get you your life back? And the answer is nothing. It's doing absolutely nothing. It is holding you in position, like in idle. You're doing, you're going nowhere. You can't go forward. You can't go backward. You're just, just basically burning gas and getting nowhere. And you're just wasting time. Now, sometimes we have to waste that time. Like I had to. To, to finally get to the point to where it's like, okay, I've had enough. I can't do this anymore. So if you find yourself ruminating, you know, I'm not, don't poke yourself in the eye and say, why can't I get over this? It takes time. And I've worked with people. I, I've also had people I've worked with via email on the channel and, and as coaching clients where every once in a while, they'll be like, oh, I just got what you said. You know, you've been saying this for two years. I hate the ones that are really long, but, you know, but I get it now. That's what you meant. And I'm like, yeah, that's what I meant. Because you've been saying that for, the, you know, for a year, you know, a year and a half. I'm like, yeah, I have. But a lot of times it doesn't click until it clicks for you. The same thing happened with me. I was like angry, 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 angry. And then one day I was just like, I can't do this anymore. I have to let it go. And then it was like, I let it go. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Really? Like remember earlier, I mentioned the point about it being easier than we think. And it was like, You're, you, this, this is a joke, right? This is silly. And it was, uh, you know, that's oftentimes that how, that's how it works out. Unfortunately, you cannot force the issue. You cannot make it make it happen. You you have to just kind of work on this, and at some point the pieces are going to click, and it'll make sense. And you're like, oh, for instance, like when I was talking about before, the fact, the fact slash scenario, of you know like somebody yelling the answer at me and not knowing. It's it's almost like, oh wait a minute, you mean to to get out of this room? There's a door right behind the camera. I'm like, I all I have to do is open the door and walk out and I'm free? Yeah. You know, but it, it, it can take, it can take a long time for all of that to click. This is the key. And this is where things start to happen faster because initially all the stuff that you're doing is you're fighting with yourself. You're, you're like, no, it's not that. No, I can't let it go. No, I can't. You know, they can't get away with this. I have to somehow figure out how to hold them accountable. You know, they, there's got to be payback. There's got to be justice. There's got to be something to where these people or this person is exposed and they get held accountable. I used to feel that way. And, and you know what, some of us have the, have the luxury, I don't know if luxury is the right word, but the fortune, the good fortune where that happens, where, where you are able to line everything up 
and the other person gets crushed and exposed and you're like, yes, I won. I think that's a, 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 a small minority of us that achieve that. I think the second minority of us are the folks who beat our heads against the walls for years. And it seems, it seems really weird that eight years seems to be a very common number I hear from people who have this type of experience where they're beating their heads against the wall. And then around that eight year mark, everything finally just works out. They finally win, you know, the X is crushed and you know, you, you get that big victory. But I think sometimes when you get to that point, it's like, it's a hollow victory. It's not even like, it's not even like, wow, I won. You know, it's more like, wow, really? Really? So I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. That's my impression. So, and I think my final comment on this letting go topic is, and this is unfortunate, all of this takes time. And let me clarify, when I say time, I'm not saying, oh, all of this takes hours. Work on it for hours and it will just click and it will work. Now, everyone's timeline is different. Maybe somebody might figure it out in a, in a couple of days or a month. I think the average is probably two to three years. That's kind of the road I fell into. And there are people who are pushing, you know, five, six, seven years dealing with stuff like this. Everyone's, everyone's timeline is different and that's okay. So don't, if you, if things haven't just worked out, don't beat yourself up and say, well, you know, DSD, he did it. He said he did it in two years and I'm still beating my head against the wall five years, you know, or four years or whatever. Guys, everyone's timeline is different. So don't beat yourself up on that. Yeah, conversely, if you happen to be one of the ones who were able to figure it out in a couple months, eh, don't go around saying you guys are all knuckleheads because I figured it out faster. Just good for you. Take your win and move on <laughs> on that. That is the main topic for tonight of letting go. Before I hit my, my little stinger thing, I'm going to see if I can figure out quickly what I did wrong because I must have deleted something or something. I, I must have somehow said, you know what? I'm smarter. I am smarter than all this stuff. And I'm going to, I'm going to uh, just do something. And, and the result is it didn't work. And I don't know why it didn't work. Ad marker, stinger. Yeah, it's right there. Huh. I don't know. Oh, well, I really liked that when I did it the other day. Well, I'm going to hit the button anyways because it gives me a, a marker. <gasps> it worked that time. Okay. All right. <laughs> we'll roll on to, to uh, looking at some comments before I get into my update. Let me change. I heard that come through my speaker. So let me, let me swing that around. Uh-oh, make sure that my computer does not crash. You guys will have to let me know for the people who are watching this live. If you want me to turn on the phone lines, let me know and I will do that. But as I, I right now I haven't, and partly I don't because as soon as I hit the button, it starts charging me money. So I'm going to look. I'll start from the current comments. So what I'll say is anybody who had a comment 
and about what this topic is. If you want to repeat it, so it's right at the uh, at the beginning or at the at the current comments, please do that. Also, like to say thank you for whomever the thumbs down is. I always it always makes me <laughs> always makes me laugh a little bit whenever I got this little window. I know YouTube doesn't show it, but in the chat thing of my software, it shows me the thumbs up and thumbs down. And I saw one just pop up and it's like, I have 19 thumbs ups, one thumbs down. Well, I apologize to the person who, who I have offended somehow. <laughs> I hope your day, whomever you might be, gets better. So, all right. Let's see here. I'm going to, uh, oh, and if you want to get my attention, put a Q uh, or do at DSD because that helps me see that, see it. Uh, I like what Wise says here. It says, we have to start somewhere. Absolutely. Jack Lumen says, rebuilding. I'm, st- uh, I'm still, whoops, get off that screen. I am still a bit stuck on demo and site cleanup. Like I said, it, it takes time, right? And everyone's timeline's different on how, how this stuff works. I had a friend of mine I was I was working with on their thing, and I mean it was it was not a coaching relation. It was actually a friend in real life who was going through this, and they kept um, you know going back. Let me just pull this up real quick. Going back to um, getting pulled back in that third bullet, recognizing when you are getting pulled back in, and they would take the bait, you know, and I would like dude, you know better, you know, you, you know, you know what's going on. Why did you, you know, he'd say, well, this happened. And I said, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, why did you do that? You, you know, it was a bait, you know, it was just to get a rise from you. And I'm like, what, let me guess what happened. You did that. You guys went back and forth for a little bit. And then she disappeared. She got all the narcissist in his, in that situation. It was a ex ex-wife, but always goes the same way. They get their narcissistic supply. And once they've achieved their goal of controlling your emotions, they've got what they won. They, they got what they wanted. The argument wasn't, wasn't the win. It was getting you to argue that was the win. Okay. Jack Lumen also says, I can confirm ruminating and brooding held me back. It guys, it does. And if you, I mean, I hope that if you're struggling with that and you see, and and you're looking at that, you're like, oh my God, I'm doing that now. Start working on it because it's not easy, but it does, it does start to, to pivot and change. So otherwise Chad Manor says a good attorney will never say things in absolutes. Yeah, everything, and that it's kind of sucks because you know you can. It's hard to get a clear answer, but they're being honest, right? I mean, anybody who tells you, and this is what these. I need I need a you know beep button. This is what these beep people do. Is they'll tell you what you want to hear to get you to sign the contract and pay the retainer. And then whenever they burn through all your money and you didn't get anything, it's like, well, you know. Sometimes things just don't work out. <clears throat> so, oh, Kevin says, DST, any juicy updates on the lawsuit with your narcissistic mother? Yes, I will be getting to that here in a minute. I just wanted to go through the comments before I do that. So thanks for asking about that. That was the second half or the second part of 
of this. I'm just scrolling through and seeing if they're, uh-oh, did the video freeze for everyone? Oh, no. With my two gig up and up and down fiber connection that I now have, there should be no broadcast issues. So uh, I'm assuming I didn't see anyone else say anything about that. So I, I think, I think that was probably isolated to you. Hopefully not. There's anyone else that's having connectivity issues. Then you think it might be me. Let me know. So. Shane says the only people in my life that tell me I need to move on or let go are also narcissistic. It's the same people that never stop talking to me about their problems. Yeah, I, and and Shane, I'm glad you I'm glad you mentioned that because that that is a form of I mean, like people who are doing it for that reason, what they're trying to basically what they're doing is they're trying to diminish your reality. It's cognitive dissonance where they're basically saying, "There's here, let me zoom in. There's nothing wrong. You know, why are you all worried about that? You need to just let that go." You know, and they're trying to get away. Sometimes it might be them, the person you're frustrated with, or other times it, it might be, you know, someone else like Shane's talking about who just likes the chaos and is trying to keep it, keep it going. So good comment there, man. Uh, all right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wise was talking about my medication issues. Oh, I'll just bring this up because this is kind of funny. Wise says, DSD better see Snoop Dogg for the good stuff. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Not really, kind of. Um, I miss doing my, my blood work. And uh, so I ran out of my prescription. I finally got to where all the refills got to used up. <clears throat> and I'm like, crap. You know, normally what happens is, is I... I get to that point. I don't have the blood work paperwork. I don't do it. By the time I get it, I'm, you know, if anyone knows anything about diabetes, I'm at like 400s, 500s, or I think my meter only goes up to like 500 and then it, or maybe 599. I've even had a feud where it's like, um, yeah, your, your number is beyond the readings of this meter. And I'll call a doctor and they're like, um, you just need to go to the emergency room. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. I'm not doing that. And then, you know, it's like, well, why are your numbers so bad? Well, it's like, because I ran out of medication and you guys wouldn't refill it. So this time they said they would refill it, but apparently it may not be available because that was on, oh, I guess it's only Tuesday. So technically it was yesterday. I kind of thought I'd get it yesterday or today, but neither was the case. All right, let me scroll down to the bottom. Uh, let's see. Oh, do, 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 do. Okay. I'll hit this. Ruben says, letting go was the hardest thing. I never knew it was easy to see. Wait a minute. The harder, letting go was the hardest thing. I never knew it was easy to see. Felt like I was such a fool. Tough all the way around. Yeah, exactly, Ruben. And I, I, I'm, I'm sorry I butchered your, your comment. But what, what he's saying or what I think you're saying is kind of what I was mentioning earlier is like, once you finally get to that point, you're like, really, really, this is the answer. This simple answer that I have complete control over, you know, I, I used to use an analogy or I used to reference a video um, from the movie Labyrinth. I think it was Labyrinth, you know, where, the, where Sarah 
um, is at the end, end of the thing, and the goblin king is saying, just rule me, just fear me, just, you know, just do all these things. And she's like, wait a minute. You have no power over me. And he's like, no, don't say that. No. And everything just, you know, he goes away and she comes back to the real world. And I think that's a perfect analogy to what we're talking about. It's like you go through, and it, you know, what is it? A two-hour movie. You go through her experience. She goes through this entire experience struggling to try to save her little brother Toby from being turned into a goblin. All to realize that she had the power the entire time. I mean, it's almost, I mean, I guess the same trope would be, I don't know if trope's the right word, but like the uh, Wizard of Oz, you know, you can always, you know, all you had to do was just, you know, click the, the ruby slippers and, you know, all I want to do is go home and boom. And that's kind of unfortunate, fortunately, unfortunately, it really comes down to, it's, it's that simple. And it's, and it's so hard to accept it. It's like you have, like what Ruben was talking about, you have to go through so much to where it finally just like, poof, it's like, really, really, that's the answer, that simple answer. And, 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 and you know, the crazy part when I was talking about lessons early on, I'll, I'll bring this up just so you can see it. I've had various opportunities throughout my life to learn this lesson. There was one time when I was in the, when I was a little, when I was a young lad in the Air Force and something happened and, and I was so wrapped into the job that I had. I, I, I loved this job. It was like, I mean, I was, my heart and soul was into it. And I was I was like, man, they're going to take this away from me. This is, you know, I'm going to lose this. They're going to pull me out. They're going to, I was having a weight issue is what the problem was. And I had this epiphany one day. I'm like, you know what? I just have to accept, accept it, make my peace with it and, and just be okay. And, and the crazy part is that's exactly what I did. I didn't do it out of anger. I just had this epiphany, right? I mean, I was, I was, I was, turning or, you know, turning myself in knots, if that's the correct phrase. And I remember I finally came to this thing and I went to my boss and I said, you know what? I don't want to do this anymore. Just send me back. I want to go back to, I was kind of in a special area. I'm like, I just want to go back and do my normal stuff. I'm, I'm okay. Just, just send me back. And, and I admit, and it wasn't out of anger. It was like, it wasn't like, you know, Oh, F you, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, this is what I'm going to do. You need me more than I need you. And I'm going to do this to punish you. It was like, I can't do this anymore. And it was so weird because the moment that I did that, the moment I let go, the moment I let go of my connection, attachment to that thing, to that job, to that, to that thing I thought was at risk, they actually gave it. I mean, they, I stayed. It's like I didn't even, the, the thing I was fearing the most when I said, okay, you know what? Let's just do it. I'll just do that. And they're like, uh, no, we don't want to do that. We're no, we're not going to do that. I'm like, oh, and it's just, it's everything pivoted, everything switched. But I didn't, I mean, I learned it obviously there, right? And I've taken that with me, but I will tell you the divorce was next level, as you guys all know, next level nightmare. And it was like the universe saying, okay, all right, you think you understand this. 
we're going to give you a test to really see if you can put all this into work. And I didn't. <laughs> I, I crashed and burned. I forgot all those, those lessons. I mean, when my divorce thing started, I was, what, 42, 43? So all that stuff that I had learned, especially in the last six years, um, didn't uh, I, it freaking went out the window. I was in constant fight or flight mode, and it was not, it was not such a great experience. So I had another chance to learn. And God, I wish, I wish that I could have figured that out, you know, the first week of this, of the, of the divorce process and just made my peace with it and been okay. And, and just kind of let go of the, of, of the attachment. And I kind of did in a way. And then the ex, you know, like most of our, most of ours do, you know, basically turn into freaking Satan incarnate and just like, you know, the, the stuff that was happening was like, I mean, it was a real test. Now, I think if I was to go through it today, I would deal with it better. Um, I think in some ways the lawsuit thing, which I'll talk about in a moment, was a big test on that. And it, and it, that hit me and it bothered me for a few months. Uh, actually, and it was still bothering me up until the lawsuit went, went, won. And I, you know, was dealing with, uh, I've just kind of been in that mode where I'm just kind of dealing with the numbness after that. We can talk about that more later. All right. Oh, yeah. Sai says, ah, 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 aha, a aha moment. Exactly. Those are the, those are the things that really, really help. Lori, Lori says, hi. Hi to you, Lori. I Tumblr says, DSC, yes, it can be exhausting to fight back, but you never know what, what could happen unless you actually do it. It's a balancing, a picking slash choosing battles and knowing when to take a step back. Exactly. Great point. I'm glad you mentioned that. And what I want to say on that is oftentimes we have to try and what I my hope for you guys is that you don't have to try 27 times getting your head bashed in you can try a few times recognize okay this isn't working and then say okay I've done enough now it took me a few times not accepting what I was dealing with thinking that things would would turn around would change would become better and, uh, you know, after a while, when I just felt like all I was doing was, you know, beating my head against the wall, I just knew I had to, to stop. And even then, when I recognized that, it still took me a while to, to do that. David says, it seems when we look back in retrospect, we can see a pattern of events these narcs took that looked like they were set up by design for us to fail. Yeah, and, and, and David, I think the key on that is what happens is they start out mimicking and mirroring everything we ever wanted. They, 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 they either, you could call it that they're mirroring us. So we think we found the perfect match. We found our soulmate. We found the best person ever. And it's, I don't do drugs, but I'll use this analogy and hopefully it makes sense. It's like you get that first hit and you want that, you want to, you keep chasing that. And then unfortunately, Nobody can man, maintain a false facade forever. And cracks in that facade start to occur relatively soon. And depending on our level of codependency, our level of uh, conditioning from childhood, will determine whether we rapidly figure that out. My, norm, my normal thing that I've seen from folks 
is if you had a good upbringing, good parents, good healthy boundaries growing up, you'll recognize when that facade falls quickly and typically the relationship will blow apart at the one to two year mark. Now, unfortunately, you know, you can have kids with somebody in, you know, one year. So, you know, if you have a kid with them, you're kind of stuck. Uh, whereas people like myself, who was fortunate enough to have the cool experience of toxic, you know, toxic mother and all the stuff that entailed, I was conditioned for it. So it took me two decades, two decades to finally come to terms that uh, maybe the things in my marriage just wasn't, wasn't, wasn't right. So, Ooh, Lori says, I, I want a small, whoops, come on. I, uh, Dwayne, I won a small battle in court yesterday. Well, well hold on. Uh, let me hit this button. Congratulations, Lori. Uh, if you can mention, if you, if you're comfortable with it, mention what happened. I'd love to hear it. I love hearing victories. So let me scroll back down. And then I think I can use that as a good segue. No, not marker. I comment uh, to move on to the next topic. So let me just kind of scroll down here real quick. <clears throat> oh, okay. Wait a minute. You did say so. Uh, Lori says, yes, my, my ex narc is constantly setting me up. Some of the best advice I've ever gotten was from you about six years ago. Uh, when you tell I'm Dean, hold on. So when you told me probably to make, to make it so that he has to communicate solely through our, our family wizards. Well, Again, Lori, let me let me hit the applause button. Whoops, I hit the wrong button. I keep forgetting I switched it off the soundboard. That, yeah, I'm glad to hear that. And probably if you had a victory, then he probably torpedoed himself with a bunch of documentation in our family wizard that uh, demonstrated or showed that uh, what you've been probably for the last, what'd you say, eight years, eight years trying to, to our six years, trying to get the court to see they finally saw, which again, didn't I just say that it's like the trend is eight years, about six years ago. I'm trying to remember if you said, didn't you say eight years ago, eight years at some point? Where is it? Where is it? I'm trying to see it. I'm trying to find it. No, you didn't. You said six years and you said you had a uh, one yesterday. Okay. But again, you know, it takes, and, and my segue on that, you know, people like to say that, you know, court is biased. It's biased towards women. Women always win. In my opinion, the court is biased towards narcissistic people who are willing to lie, cheat, and steal and say whatever they can in court. And it's like they get a pass on it. And it's so crazy because it seems like the, the, the decent person, the person that's trying to do the right thing, gets just destroyed and run through a nightmare because of that. <clears throat> Excuse me. <laughs> I'm, I, I don't know if I'm reading this right. So Lori says, uh, thanks. My ex is an attorney constantly suing me. This one motion for me to be in contempt over... $37, $37, 
Yeah. See, these people are, I mean, fortunately at some point you're going to get that victitious litigation thing litigant and probably get it thrown out. Yeah. I mean, and again, it's like we were talking about before. It's like, uh, you know, these people know that if they do things in court, you have to show up. You know, I, I think one positive thing out of the pandemic was the the virtual hearings, like my hearing, since I did when I'm like, wait a minute, I don't actually have to show up. You're telling me I can just zoom in. And I did that, you know, for the trial, I could, I technically, if I really push it and had a reason I could get the judge to do it on a trial. But for all the status hearings, it's like, no, you can do it. You don't have to be there in person. I'm like, wow. Okay. All right. God, I'll just hit this last one. Lori says, my ex said he was having our son take boxing lessons for $50. Uh, yeah. I mean, they'll, they'll use court just to make you, you make you have to show up. You have to like, so you probably were doing no contact or hybrid, no contact. And he's like, gosh, darn it. She won't play with me. I know I will, I will take her to court. And she has to show up and you have to, you have to freaking answer. I was talking to uh, another person about, you know, it's like, Hey, if you want to, um, you know, if you're ready to go for costs for winning your hearing or winning your case, you know, let me know, I'll help you with it. And it's like, maybe it's like probably anywhere from 450 to 800 bucks. And I'm like, it's not worth it. You know? And especially it's like, well, you know, you file this and as long as they don't file a motion to do something, you know, it'll be a slam dunk. And I'm like, you know what? I'm done. I don't, I'm done. I don't need, I don't, you know? Yeah. I mean, is there a part of me that it would be nice to, to have that little like, Oh, you tried to do this to me. And Oh, by the way, now you have to cut me a check. I I don't care. It's like, go away, leave me alone. So, all right. So on that, where's the button? I'm going to switch to Where'd I put the, okay, I guess I'm not going to switch to it. I'm going to use my keyboard to get to it. There we go. All right. What I figured I would do is I would share the redacted version of my, my winning demur with you guys. Hopefully you'll, you'll enjoy this. So let me pull this up. So this is what I received today. I called the court because I'm like, hey, what's going on with my with my thing? Because, well, actually, let me back up. Yeah, because like yesterday they filed something showing that it was, this was the, the order was, was put in the system. I'm like, oh, cool. Great. It's almost over. And then no status change. So I called today and I'm like, hey. I'm still in pending status. There's still a case management hearing in, in, in April. What's going on? And the person on the form, form, phone, phone, the person on the phone stay, says to me, oh, well, the only thing that happened is your demur was approved. And that's it. That, that doesn't close the case. I'm like, okay. I'm like, look, I'm a noob. I don't know what I'm doing. This is about what I said. I said, look, I... I'm, you know, I don't, I don't, I really don't understand the process. So obviously I've said, what do I, what is my next step then? Cause obviously I'm missing something. So, cause I thought my understanding was, is that demur is basically going to get this case thrown out. 
So what happened is they said, hold on, let me put you on hold. You know, a few, you know, a minute later comes back and it's like, oh, I asked, a, I asked the clerk and yes, your case will be vacated and the, and the case will be dismissed and I'll email you a copy of this document that I'm sharing with you guys. I got this earlier today. So up here and the, and the other interesting, I think the reason I want to show this is because it was so difficult to get to the point where I got this doc I, that I figured out how to create these documents. I, I literally spent eight hours trying to format and configure this correctly, ultimately realizing that if I would have just did what I was doing before, I could have been done in like 30 minutes. <clears throat> so I guess I have some, I have some, I have some attachment to this document and I want to share it with you guys so that, uh, so that I feel, I feel validated in this whole experience. Anyways, hopefully you find that funny. All right. So right here, you can see it was electronically received. That's when I sent that. I, I sent it to them. They've, they filed it. I'm, I'm redacting the court and the county and the name of the plaintiff. You guys know my name, so I'm going to show you at least my first name. Anyways, so this is me with all my contact information. This says basically me, all my full name in pro per because I'm representing my state myself. Now, keep in mind that according to the California documents, it literally says on line eight of your document, you will, or, you know, seven, eight, you will put the court, you know, the, the, that you'll put that. And it says line, you know, 10 or 11, you will put this and it will be like this. I mean, it's like, if anybody's in the mil, if anybody, let me try that again. If anybody has been in the military, specifically the Air Force, the Air Force, we have this thing called a tongue and quill where it tells you how to write every document. And if you have a really anal retentive commander, they will reject stuff because, oh, well, you didn't, you didn't put the signature block, you know, six inches over. You only had it five inches over. So I, that, that, that doesn't work. So do it again. Do it again. Wrong. Like what was it? That Pink Floyd song. Wrong. Do it again. Anyways. Okay. So, ooh. Oh, darn. Okay, so don't scroll over it because I can see behind it. Sorry about that. That's good to know. Um, or maybe I just redacted that and I... Hold on, let me... Okay. Well, that's interesting. So I'll be careful of going over the black marks. Okay, so plaintiff versus me. That was the other thing they complained about on this one. I had listed out because all my other examples and every other filing, I said plaintiffs and I listed them. And then I had, you know, a defendant. And they're like, take that out. I'm like, uh, okay. And I only could send him a PDF. So this is it. it starts out as, wait a minute, this ain't the right one. I'm looking at the wrong one. All right, hold on, hold on. Let me, well, that's weird. No, it's, it's the right one. Okay, so the other one I was looking at had proposed line through. So somehow whatever I did when I edited this document it took out the line that they lined through the proposed. So it's actually signed at the bottom. I'll show you. There's the judge's signature. Okay, so it says, order sustaining demur. I had to have, the, have Google say that so I could under, pronounce that correctly because I was originally calling it a demur or demur. -er. It's demur. The demur came on regularly for hearing on January 22nd, 2022 at 8.30 a.m. in Civil Division of the Superior Court of Redacted. 
I'll just say that when I first did it, I didn't say civil division. I said civil department. They rejected it for that too. That was all. I fixed it. I, second time I got it through. I apologize for that. The honorable redacted presiding. presiding. Defendant appeared via, via audiovisual, sorry, audio video communication in propura persona. Plaintiff appeared in person. The court, having reviewed the demur and all parties, sorry, all papers filed in connection thereto, and having heard the oral arguments of the parties, the court hereby orders as follows. The court sustains defendant's demur to plaintiff's complaint. In California, the statute of frauds that is relevant here is, quote, an agreement that is made that by its terms is not to be performed within a year from making thereof is quote invalid unless they or some note of or memorandum thereof are in writing and subscribed by the parties to be charged or by the party's agent now i just want to say on that when i read that the first time i had no idea what that meant the judge did say in the thing he basically said it has to be in writing and both of you have to sign it. And I did not realize that. I thought if somehow there was a written, I don't know why I thought this, somehow if there was something written and it wasn't signed, I thought maybe it could still be valid. There was nothing written, don't get me wrong. I mean, it's not like this was, this was all a lie from the beginning. Uh, but that, that, that wording made no sense to me. So... The contract at issue is invalid because it is not in writing signed by both parties. This is a defect the court believes cannot be corrected. The court, the court, the court denies leave to amend. This action is dismissed. Judgment is hereby entered for defendant. That would be me, by the way. It is so ordered. Signed January 5th, 2024 at 8.42 in the morning. Was that yesterday? Yeah, that was yesterday. And then, bless, signature, honorable, redacted judge of the superior court. And that is it. That two-page, barely two-page, you know, couple-paragraph document and that hearing vacate is, is, this is, this is over. This is done. Dunny McDunn done. Uh, my other research, and I posted, a, I think, a thing on this on the community tab, you know, maybe last week when I was just doing some research thinking, what's the appealable potential here? And that is, it basically says, well, one, it says a demur is hardly ever granted. You very rarely win a demur. So I will do this for me. Congratulations to myself for pulling off something that, uh, that is not normally achieved I honestly, I, I have to thank my mother for that because she effectively made the, her position in multiple places throughout the original filing for this lawsuit to, uh, to uh, make my point. I think had she not done that, I think I would have probably, the demur may have been denied because it wasn't, she did not in writing in court documents, 
basically make my my point multiple times. So anyways, so I'm going to look at some of the comments now. So, oh, I think I, th I see Lori throwing up hands, like clapping, I think, or it's doing the yay thing. Uh, I Tumblr says, congratulations again. Thank you, sir. Oh, yeah, Lori says, woot, yay. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, not showed, but traveled from out of state. Yes. Okay. So, so um, well, wait a minute. Hold on. Did you ask a question? See, I'm going backwards, so it makes it a little more complicated. Uh, so the wise chat manner sends to Jack Lumen not only showed, but traveled from out of state. If you're talking about my thing, that is true. I did it via zoom. Like I said, the plaintiff in this lawsuit came from out of state and showed up in person was the only party of any of the things being heard at that time in court. Everybody else, all the other parties, all the other plaintiffs and defendants and their attorneys were all, <clears throat> excuse me, all via Zoom. She could have absolutely sat in her pajamas, you know, I don't know how far it is, but like 18 hours away, dialed into this. I, I personally think what happened is, is I think she thought she, it was either one or two things. It might've been like what Lori was talking about or not. Well, when Lori was talking, I was saying about how they just want to drag you in. They want to make you physically come in. So it's maybe it was partly that. I would say with her reaction, though, I don't think she understood she was losing. Like, for instance, I'll just do a quick recap. When the thing started, you know, the judge is like, you know, plain, uh, defend, or plaintiff, here, your honor. Defendant, here, your honor. Um, it was like, huh, okay. Uh, well... I think my thoughts are is I'm going to deny because I had two positions. I was saying it was outside the statute of limitations and I was saying it was a statute of frauds. And he says, I'm going to deny the statute of frauds because they're saying the contract is right now, the terms are from 2023. And so it's not two years, you know, past it. So I'm going to deny that one. I think he, I think he was throwing her a bone to be honest. And then he said, but on the statute of frauds and you know that what I read in that whole thing, he's like, this is a defect that it can't be amended. I'm leaning to sustain it because it's a defect that can't be corrected and I'll sustain it. I'm thinking of sustaining this without the ability to amend because there's no way, there's nothing you're going to be able to do to do this, right? I don't think, I think she thought if she won, now see, I knew if I won any one of those points, I won. I think she thought the same thing, that if she if one of the points were shot down, the whole thing would get shut down. So anyways, judge pokes me in the eye. Hope you're not using, you know, hope you're not using this as a, as a loophole to get a windfall. And I'm like, Dwayne, you already won. Shut up. Uh, said, you know, basically said that poked me in the eye. I said, defendant, do you have anything to add? No, your honor. Plaintiff, do you have anything to add? No, your honor. <clears throat> the judge basically came back and said, and I think um, Lori, actually, I'm trying to see, because I think I saw you say what I'm getting ready to say. Let me see if I can pull it up. Uh, oh, okay. So she was saying that that uh, she was the prevailing party. But when you're, I didn't know this, but when you're the prevailing party for a motion or, or whatever, you get the, you get the, the, the joy of drafting 
the the order or the the document. So he says that he goes, okay. So defendant, uh, I'm tasking you or ordering you or telling you to create the proposed uh, s- proposed order sustaining the demur. It will conform to California Civil Process, you know, three dot one two three seven. You know, you will file it in accordance with, you know, blah, 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 and the timelines and yada, yada. And yeah, and I'm trying to freaking write down, you know, I'm making copious notes. And he's like, you know, defendant, do you, do you have any other, you know, do you have anything to add? And I said, no, your honor. I'm like, holy crap. I didn't realize I was going to have to write this thing, but okay. I didn't say that. And I'm like, no, your honor. The only thing I said was like, hear your honor. No, your honor. No, your honor. And I was done. And then it went to the plaintiff, plaintiff. Do you have anything? And she was like, wait, I thought I had two years. It was within the statute of limitations. I mean, just like dumbfounded, like, wait, what, wait, what just happened? And, uh, and it's like, well, well, ma'am, you know, the statute of frauds, anything that's a, a oral contract or an oral agreement outside of one year has to be written. And the court doesn't have any jurisdiction over this matter. So it's, uh, you know, Nothing I can do. Nothing the state of California can do. You know, and then the judge basically said, you know, good luck to you both. And uh, all I remember is seeing seeing my my mother on camera just like, like, just like, what, what? You know, and I just like, okay, click, ended meeting. Anyways, yes, that was an interesting, interesting thing. So let's see, I'm looking at, let's see, I think I met, okay, saw that one. Yeah. <clears throat> Heather says, thank, thanks his mother. Oh, <laughs> I did. <laughs> she, you know, she, she helped me out. She wrote down, I mean, she included the letter, letter that she sent to, to my work and to all the bosses on the base and and in multiple places said, you know, this is an oral agreement from 12 years ago, 11 years ago, whatever, you know, this is an oral agreement from then, an unwritten oral agreement over and over and over again in her pleadings. When I filed my demur and she tried to oppose it and it was never opposed because she never could figure out how to get the formatting and everything correct. She even there, she was like, you know, the 12 years doesn't matter because I have a, you know, I, you know, we, we agreed and for 2023, I'm like, thank you. Thank you for that. Maybe, maybe I, you know, at some point I actually thought like, maybe I shouldn't have put down the statute of limitations because all I, I knew I was going to win the other one. I was just like trying to add more, more into it. And I think I probably in retrospect, it was probably a smart move, even though it kind of got denied. Right. So it kind of gave them a victory. But so she fixated and focused on that one issue. And it really seems like she, she either didn't look at, you know, the California civil proceedings, 1624 a one, the statute of frauds, unless if she knew that she was going to lose, which I don't think so. Her reaction kind of, to me seemed like she came out here to win. And I, my gut feeling was, is I think she thought she was going to win. And I think she thought she was also going to be able to say, well, your honor, since I won this and I was forced to travel, I want, you know, my whatever, my airplane ticket, my rental car, my hotel, my per diem. You know, I had to get a massage before I want all this. I want this all added on to it. 
I think that was her play. I could be wrong. I don't know. Don't don't know. Don't care. Not going to ask. That is over and done with. All right. Let's see what the comments are. Godzilla Man Streb says, congratulations. This is so encouraging and well-deserved. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. I mean, I hope you're talking to me. Prisoner 105 says, yes, prayers answered. Thank you, guys, for everyone who is sending good vibes my way. I really do appreciate it. Jack Lumen says no to this. She wanted to intimidate and get attention and goes on to say, yes, she was probably convinced she would win. Yeah, I think I, I just, I mean, I don't. Well, again, you know, we talk about this. I mean, narcissistic people, they get their supply in different ways. And I think she wanted me to be there. And I mean, and honestly, I kind of in the back of my mind was like, all right, I'll just go. <clears throat> but uh, I finally, towards the week before I called, and I'm like, hey, you know, can I, can I actually zoom in on this? And they're like, oh, yeah, just fill out this paper. And then when I called out later to say, you know, hey, you got my paperwork, right? I'm good to go. I was like, oh, you didn't need to do that paper. Yeah, you're good to go. Just, you know, just follow the link and, and uh, follow the instructions and show up on Monday. I'm like, okay. So, yeah, the funny part is Jack, Jack Lumen is, she didn't get to see me because I didn't even, I mean, it's like no one was turning their camera on and I'm like, okay, I'm not going to turn my camera on unless, unless they tell me to. So all I was was just a name on the screen, like in a Zoom meeting, and a voice, a, a dis, disembodied voice. Oh, Lori says, yeah, Dwayne, yes, whoever wins gets to submit the proposed order. See, you unfortunately you have to do this a lot, so you had more experience. And technically, I think in my other, you know, in the other time, you see, I can't even remember who had, was forced to do the proposed order before. I think technically, I think it was, I think it was the ex's attorney. So, and I didn't, I didn't understand the significance. I said, okay, so technically now it's like, oh, wow, way back then the judge basically assumed that she won. I'm like, okay, well, that's interesting. I didn't realize that. Shane says DSD must be painful to not only have a narc ex, but to be in court against your mother. It was not fun. I have been dealing with my sister alien, aligning, sorry, aligning with my ex behind my back for years. Two narcs for the price of one. Oh, yeah. And on, and on that, Shane, I mean, I mentioned this before, but, uh, you know, around 2016, 2015, <clears throat> excuse me, um, no, 2016, uh, the, my, my mom decided that my boundaries were not appropriate and made friends with the ex and started hanging out with her, <laughs> you know, went over and spent, spent the weekend with her and would, you know, work with, and I'm just like, okay, you know what? I'm done. That was a part where I finally said, I'm done. I'm done. No more. I'm not doing this anymore. Jack says, Shane, I'm still praying that I don't wind up in Dwayne's shoes. I hope you don't as well. Lori says, Dwayne, so happy for you. Uh, I love you quoting the exact statute numbers. <laughs> I know 16, 6116 well. Need an ability to pay. Yeah, it's funny, right? You start to learn this stuff and it kind of rolls off your thing. I mean, like I wrote up a statement in case I had to say something because when I talked to the attorney, he's like, well, you might have to make a statement or restate your, you know, like summarize your position. 
So I wrote, I wrote up, I, again, I used just answers. I wrote up my little, you know, paragraph, had them look at it and say, yeah, that's good. And I'm like, so I kind of practiced that so I could roll it off my tongue and, uh, knock it, knock it tight. Cause I was really worried about being nervous on that. But yeah, once you, you dive into it, it start it starts making sense ish. I still don't like the fact that I don't really understand the legal jargon and what it means. Like I was saying a moment ago on that, when it says, you know, blah, you know, you know, yada, 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 and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, what, what, did, what, did, I didn't know what that meant. So, and I wouldn't have been able to write that. Right. I mean, I, I, I'm trying to remember. Cause I, what I wrote initially was a little bit different than what was proposed. And then after I submitted it later that day, the court posted what the text really was. And I was just like, when I had to redo it, I just, I just took my other document, deleted the middle section I had written, which was pretty close to what, what they had posted. So I was close, little word difference, semantic differences. So I just basically put their thing in, added, you know, added the top and out of the bottom. I added the, it's so ordered and all that kind of stuff. Um, that was, uh, you know, I got that from a template from somebody else, from that attorney. Um, I did that. Lori says, goes on to say, Dwayne, yes, I think she thought she'd win. I think they convinced themselves they are the victim. Well done. Thank you. Thank you for that. I tell her says, uh, DST, was that proposed order the same as a demur motion? The the only, di- and I can't show that because that, that'll be, that would basically dox me big time. So the original demur, which, you know what, I guess I'll ask if any, if anybody wants to see that, put it in, put it in the comments below. Say, yeah, do, do a thing on what your original demur was. I can redact that and we can go over that if you're interested, but in the demur, 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 in the demur, I basically said, you know, I, I referenced why I was able to ask for this side of the law that, you know, that was there. Then I basically said, you know, uh, first one was, you know, the, the statute of fraud, 1624 a1 says, you know, oral agreements must with terms outside a year, that whole thing. And then I basically, in the next paragraph, I said, and furthermore in 30, uh, 339 I1, it says states that the statute of limitations for an oral agreement is two years. And to me, I'm like, Hey, the oral agreement, which she stated, was from 2013, sorry, 2012. So that means it would have been dead no matter what in 2024 or, you know, 20, whatever, two years later. So I personally, I don't think the judge looked at anything. I think he looked at, I think what he looked at is I think he looked at my, I think it was backwards. So I think he looked at my response to, or it was a reply in support of, reply in support of demur. And I did that because of the opposition to demur that they filed that got rejected. So he looked at that and I didn't even mention in the original demur, I mentioned what I thought was going on and why this was a lie, but taking if it, you know, but taking what they're saying as facts, this whole trial, this whole thing doesn't count because it's, it's, you know, it's, and it's an, it's an illegal contract. Excuse me. Uh, so I didn't say that in my reply and response. So I don't think he read that. I think he just read my part where I just reaffirmed saying plaintiff still says this is an oral agreement from, you know, 11 years ago. It is 1624 a one. 
and uh, and I might have said something about 339. I don't remember. Um, so I think he looked at that and he was like, oh, that's weird. He goes, yeah, that, you know, he's probably like, oh, yeah, that pretty much knocks this out of the water. Looked at, uh, you know, kind of maybe quickly, I don't know, looked at something or, or whatever. <clears throat> and um, it was done. I mean, it was just done. But he didn't read the other stuff. So kind of interesting on that part. Checking our time. We've been going at it. Well, I guess maybe I'm not as bad on my medication as thought because normally when my numbers are the way they are, I can't not get up for, you know, over an, an hour is too much time. So I'll keep going for a little bit and then we'll have to wrap up here in a little bit. Uh, da, da, da. Okay. All right. I'm just looking to see if there's anything on this. Cindy says, yes. The voice of sweet victory. So happy for you, Dwayne. Well, thank you, Cindy. I appreciate that. Jack Lumen says, do you see noise? <laughs> I think that's what you're saying. My kids say that sometimes. Uh, yeah, I saw that was an option last time I went to court. Remove participants, apparently. Remote participants are not required to turn on their cameras, so they didn't. Yeah, I was, I mean, so, so on that. When I did, I mean, I use this. I mean, this is, I mean, I, this is all this, you know, mission control is set up where I can do zoom and I can do teams and I can do all those other things. So on that, I'm like, there is no way in hell I'm going to dial into a court meeting with this microphone and the headphones. No way. Cause I do not want the first thing to be like, uh, why is your picture really great? And your audio amazing. You know, what exactly do you do, sir? I didn't want to deal with that. So I, I'd use my, my AirPods, my Air, not AirPods, my uh, Apple EarPods, whatever, the ones with the wire, plugged them into the computer, had the white wire running up to my head. So I'm like, if they come in, I mean, yeah, I've still got a good picture and, and stuff, but I did not want to, uh, I didn't want to draw any undue attention to myself. Maybe I didn't have to worry about it, but I didn't want to risk it. I didn't want to risk it. Oh, okay. iTumbler says, yes, or DSD. Yes, please. Thank you. It would be very cool to see. Okay. You know, I was talking with, uh, uh, actually somebody mentioned Alex. I was chatting with Alex the other, uh, earlier today and he's like, man, you should make a video about this. So I can, I mean, I could do this and go through from the original contract, not the contract, the original filing. And I probably wouldn't do it all in one. I think what I would do is I would break it up in a series because I think, each document and the discussion of it would be probably an hour. And, and there's a few, there's a few pay, there's a few, right. There'd be the original filing. <clears throat> there would be probably the discussion of um, the answer and the, the affirmative defenses. Then a video on when I realized that a video on the demur, <clears throat> excuse me, <laughs> And the story of how long it took me to figure out what the F a demur even what I mean, what the right term was. Writing that, getting that rejected, going through the iterations to do that. Then the response, you know, I could cover probably the response and my reply and re support of it could probably be the last video. So maybe I did this out of order, but I did want to share this document with you guys. Let's see. Uh, 
Oh, I get it. I saw <laughs> I Tumblr says DST is the next Alex Falcone. And then Tim, Tim says Dwayne Dwayne's head is not pointy enough to be Alex. I'm not even sure what that means, but that sounds funny. Alex Falcone from the proper person and our Nevada Wizards. That guy is super freaking smart. I mean, and he's played this game so much that emotionally he doesn't even get wrapped up into, into this stuff anymore. And I, I wish I really was struggling I, with that. I really wanted it to be that. I wanted to get to that point. I wanted to get to the point where I'm like, you know what? I'm okay with what happened, with what whatever happens. And there was a there was a real possible or not a real had I lost this and she had won this, it would have bankrupted me. The terms that uh, she was saying that that uh, that were agreed to was an amount that I was never I did, well I didn't make that agreement never you know that was never in discussion, so I was never planning on uh, eleven hundred dollar a month payment for three, what, three years or almost three years? Uh, yeah, you know, I mean, had I known that, I would not have purchased the truck, the camper. I wouldn't have gone on that trip with with uh, my youngster. I wouldn't have, you know, I wouldn't have bought them a computer. I mean, there's all kinds of shit. There's all kinds of stuff that I would not have done in the last three years if I knew that I had a $30,000 bill looming over my head. Now, they just sprung it on me at the end. <clears throat> so I was kind of like, oh, crap. Anyways, Lori says, Dwayne, yes, sadly, judges shift shift out of family law divisions and you don't have continuity. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's like starting over with each new judge. I had a client I was working with that ha that happened. I mean, it was weird because the judge was like, I hate you. You know, uh, I'm trying to remember in family court, it's respondent and well, I can't remember what the difference. It's not defendant and plaintiff. It's something else in family court. Respondent and well, whoever can remember, I'm sure I could look it up, but I'm not going to, uh, but if someone else knows, but anyways, um, yeah, you know, the, the judge has said to him, you're, I hate you, you know, but would never rule against him. All the, all the rulings that, uh, that were being made, you know, all the false allegations and the protective orders were all denied, denied, denied. You know, I need emergency full custody, denied. You know, he's mean, denied, you know, all this stuff. I mean, but but for whatever reason, the judge would voice that they were angry at the, which I thought was highly inappropriate, but they wouldn't rule against him. And the guy was like, you know, oh, this judge. And I'm like, dude, what are you talking about? You keep winning. I mean, who cares if she says, you know, you're a scumbag and I hate you. You win. Uh, you won. But what happened is, is that judge retired. He got a new judge and that new judge freaking like it's like like Lori was talking about. It was like starting over. And uh, that judge basically was like you're right from the beginning. It's like, mm, I don't like you. I'm going to rule against you. If you make me have to rule on this, you're going to lose. I think the mom should get full custody. I mean, all this stuff. And I'm just like, holy crap. Now, that's not what ultimately happened. They ended up settling it basically what he was asking for in the beginning, which still doesn't make sense because I don't understand why there must have been something looming there because for her, for his ex to agree to that whenever the judge is like, oh yeah, please, please go to trial. Please go to trial so that I can crush you. You know, I mean, at that point, why not? But anyways, I digress. 
So yeah, with well, I'll bring Lori's comment back up. I mean, that the reality is is that it, this these things take so damn long that oftentimes it's like you know you spend a year and it's like okay, judge, you know, did their turn in family court. Now they're doing something different. So now you get a new judge. So Defy Dad says I watch Alex Falcone a lot to gain more understanding. Just to be clear. He does not have an Alex Falcone channel. He has a, pro the channel is called The Proper Person. And the channel is called, you know what, let me try to just bring it up. What I'm going to do is I'll go to, I will go, oh, I'll go here so I can, I can pimp this first. So as I pull up, oh, wow, look at this. Dusty Road Destinations. I wonder if you guys should subscribe to that channel. That would be my outdoor channel. <laughs> Shameless plug. But Alex, I wonder, Alex Falcone. Coney. I don't know if, if you search on him and does it come up? It only comes up the interview. Oh, he was on this talk show. Okay. So he has two channels. He has the proper person, which is basically his legal review nuts and bolts things where he talks about different, different things. Uh, let me go to his channel. <clears throat> Excuse me. You'll see he has uh, stuff on his, on his case where he went through the whole part. Um, he has different sections. If you want to understand the process, this legal nuts and bolts thing, which if I remember correctly, I don't know if I can pull it up in court, whether it's orally, it, that's Alex right there from way back when, oh my God, four by three. Come on, Alex, where's your, where's your 4k 16 by 39 or 16 by nine. So he has, let me look at this in this playlist. He has two, what are we at? We're at, we're into hundreds. We're into high hundreds, 200. Wow, right on the dot. That's crazy. So he has 200 individual videos about different parts of the process. I will say that I did review, um, which started me on my little journey here. The, uh, I, I reviewed his, the, the complaint video, which talks about what the complaint is and isn't. And then the response to the complaint, which is what I needed to do. And, oh, affirmative defenses right here. And this thing, I didn't even know what the hell the affirmative defenses were. I'm like, what the, what? It made no sense to me. But yeah, if, if you got time and you're dealing with legal stuff, I would highly encourage you to go over, subscribe to his channel. And, and you know, if you can watch all of them, watch all of them. If you can't, find the topics that are, are relevant to what you're doing and review them. Okay, so that's his one channel, the proper person. His other channel, which is a nonprofit, is our Nevada Judges. And this channel is his nonprofit that covers and video broadcast cases in, here, let me close this, in uh, the Nevada courtrooms. So he literally has a team. Sometimes it's himself. Sometimes it's, it's one of his guys, or sometimes it's even his wife will go and go into court, set up a camera. Uh, I think most of the time they get approval to live broadcast. Sometimes he's even been the, the, uh, the news, the, the feed link for the news. Um, and he also has, Oh shoot. That probably wasn't a good idea. He also has 
this website, Our Nevada Judges. The cool part about this, if I can find it, he's, he's rechanged it recently. You can, you know, like, like, let's say you can click on a judge or look for a judge and see, oh, okay, how many cases has Judge Christner done? Oh, she's had 311 cases. There's, oh, well, there's 58 videos from her courtrooms. You know, how many articles are about it? Endorsements. And then it's, normally they have a rating. I don't know where that's at. I don't know where to find that. Statistics, maybe? Yeah, error rate, how many times um, she gets overturned. Oh, no, say, so she's correct. Yeah, more than half the time. Makes, makes wrong rulings some of the time. So overturn rates. In other words, on appeal, um, you can obviously see what I keep looking at, camera gear. So, you know, if you, if you want to help the cause, <laughs> follow the links below. <laughs> I'm just joking. So anyways, but, you know, Alex, an outstanding resource. If you go over there and watch his videos and you're like, hey, man, this guy's great. You know, say, hey, you're great. And DSD sent me over. I appreciate that if you do that. All right. Let me get back over to get my stuff all lined up. <clears throat> Excuse me. All right. Where are we at? Petitioner. Thank you. Thank you, iTumblers, the petitioner and the respondent. The funny thing, the funny thing is, is in, is in the, the, uh, the uh, reply to our opposition to demur. She kept calling me the respondent. I swear to God, my mom felt like we were in family court because it was like she was using the wrong, the terms from the wrong court. And uh, yeah, it was, it was funny. All right, let's see. Yes, but thank you guys. I wish I would have saw. Carrie says petitioner. Ivan says petition, which I get it, right? I mean, when I was in the middle of it, I knew I knew the terms. It's just been, you know, it's been years and my brain's been focused on the civil case. So I'm going to have to get my mind back into it because I'm getting ready to go back into family court for the alimony thing. So that'll be fun. Another, another thing I can make some videos on, right? <clears throat> Excuse me. What in the world? Okay, I missed something. Okay, I'm not I'm not sure what's going on, so I'm not going to read that, but uh interesting. Interest interesting. All right. Lori says, uh, "Dwayne, I filed my motion for child support." Uh Wow. And 11 November 21. It took forever to file because my ex managed to get our case sealed by lying about trade secrets from his business in there. You know, and, and so here's the crazy part, right? This is all this is all freaking magic. I, I, I the court thing. So, you know, he knew he knew the steps to add delays and slow things down. He knew what to say to, to make certain things happen. The disadvantage we have is we don't know what the words mean. And this is one of the reasons why I didn't say anything. You know, if I wasn't required to speak other than to say, yes, sir, no, sir. Yes, your honor. No, your honor. Uh, I wasn't going to say anything because I did not want to accidentally say something that would, would cause me a problem. 
But that does not surprise me, uh, Lori. <laughs> Wise says, trade secrets and a legal document for family court divorce? What the heck? Anyways, that's funny. All right. Okay, so Shane says, and I may, again, I'm not an attorney. So he asks, uh, if you got divorce, divorced and settled your divorce in Supreme Court, I think you probably mean Superior Court, and wanted to file for intervention on your ex for violation of an agreement, would that be done in the same court or family court? Um, <clears throat> I think you, I think more than likely, Shane, you were, I, I don't know. I mean, I could be wrong, but you don't do divorces in Supreme Court. And Supreme Court is, is like an appellate court. And I'll tell you, I was, con con I was confused when I did mine, and it was like, you know, this is being heard in the Superior Court. I'm like, the Superior Court? Holy crap. I thought, yeah, it confused me too. My guess would be, I'm like, and I'm like, like 90% sure, it's going to be family court. So, and, and I would say probably, well, let me flip it around. Whatever court you did your divorce in and you're going to file a uh, intervention for violation of the agreement, basically contempt of a court order, it will be in the court that has jurisdiction of that court order, which would be whoever, whatever court signed and approved it. If that happened to be the Supreme Court, which does not make sense. Maybe there is a reason it was done there. Then actually, I mean, I, I seriously doubt that, but it would be whatever court you did it in. Like for instance, I was sued in civil court. So I had to go to civil division or civil department. Um, and there's a bunch of different departments. You know, when you go on there, like even for the, when you go into like, hey, remote entry, it's like, you know, is it family court? Is it, you know, traffic court? Is it, criminal court is, I mean, there's like all these different courts and I finally like, you know, in court, civil court and where I'm at is J, right? There's all these other letters and then you get to J and that was a court I was in. So wherever it was started is where it's going to be. I mean, you could probably, if you needed to, you could maybe try to do a change of in, you know, change of court or something, but then that's a whole nother thing. You would have to ask for that and get that approved. So Lori goes on to say, Dwayne, therefore, when my new attorney back then tried to file the petition, the clerk of the court told him that the case does not exist. My ex had managed to drag it out for almost three years. Yeah, see, that's the hard part with court. I mean, it's slow. I mean, even mine. I mean, it's like, you know, when I sent that thing in, I'm like, okay, you know, when is this going to get signed? You know, I mean, holy crap, what's taking so long? But every, and here's the reality. When I was in, when I was in the, the civil court, the judge was telling everyone, hey, just so you know, if, if, you, if we have, excuse me, if we have to push something back, our schedule a hearing or slash trial, we are scheduled, you know, if you ask today, we're looking for a date for a trial 18 months from now. So that's a, when I was talking to Alex about this way back when, about my situation, he's like, oh, this is going to take, you know, you, you won't go to trial for two years. And I'm like, holy crap, seriously? He goes, oh, yeah. 
you know, and if it gets to where you have to do stuff, there's, there's ways you can, you can delay it, you know, kind of like what Lori was talking about. He goes, there's, there's ways you can, you know, bring the process to a grinding halt. And unfortunately that's part of, that's part of, uh, part of the, what's the word I'm looking for? Part of the way people do things in, in court. So Lori went on to say, uh, my petition for modification of child support trial has finally been set for September 2024. Now, here's the thing, excuse me, Lori, this is the one thing I think. So correct me if I'm wrong, if you know better, and you may. Since you, (laughs) this is my understanding. If you think differently, let me know. So Lori, you said, I wonder if I can pull this. I wonder if I can drag this. Can I drag this on the screen so I can bring it on the screen at the same time? Well, that didn't work. That might have worked. Oh, that. Okay. So Lori said, I filed my motion for child support in 2021 in November. She's got her September into this year. So you're talking about. So, so my understanding, let me pull this off the screen. My understanding, Lori, is in September of 2024, when you have that, I don't know, did you say it's a trial or a hearing? It's probably a hearing. Excuse me. So let's say they go back and they go, oh, hey, Lori, I, I see your petition here to have, I'm assuming you're asking, well, I'll, I'll say this in case it's the other way around and you're trying to get it reduced. If it's reduced, you'll probably lose, you won't get any of the back money. But if it is an increase, most of the time what they will do is they will say, oh, okay, Mr. J.A., um, you guys can determine what that means. Uh, okay, we now see that you know child support should be a thousand dollars more. Thousand dollars. We'll just use that number because it's easy. So a thousand dollars. Let me pull this up. Calculator. Pull up my calculator. I'll run this up. I'll bring it back over here so it's on the screen. I wonder if I can make that bigger. Can I make this bigger? No, I guess not. So a thousand dollars. And you said how many? For almost three years. So times 12 times three. If that happens, he's, he'll be in arrears $36,000. Boom, boom, there you go. Okay, all right, yep. Child support should have been adjusted in 2011 from when you first filed for it. And uh, yeah, you owe, you know, you owe from back then. We're going to make this order today, but it's enforceable from back then. Now, granted, since he, Lori, since he's an attorney, I would imagine he's going to try to use the magic words to make sure that does not occur, but that might be what's happening. Anyways. All right, so I I read that one. So. Shane says, I got divorced in Supreme Court NYS. Wait a minute, Shane. Are you in, where are you at? You're, maybe you're not in the States. Same. Wise. What did Wise say? Did Wise say it depends on state? Okay. Yeah, maybe. So, and that's true. I mean, if they call it something different, you know, again, I mean, so I'm, I'm using the terms that are here. So, well, there you, and then, then, then that's where you would do it. 
if you got divorced and that's where the order is, Shane, that would be where you would go back and uh, fight that. Wow, I hit that at the wrong time. Dispense it. I thought I might even click on that one. That's weird. All right. Tim says in Michigan, divorce court is in circuit court. Yeah, California, it's in family court. That's interesting. Okay. And, and the crazy part is if you don't call it the right thing and follow their magic, you know, their magic spell, they'll reject it. Like, for instance, when I mentioned before, you know, even in California, in, in the example document I had, it was, you know, civil division or department, whatever. It was like civil division, but in my county, it's civil department. And they're like, well, we don't have that. That's not, oh, that's not what we call it. Reject, reject. You have to fix it. So, but, you know, I'm sure, you know, attorneys understand that. So they know to probably, hold on a second. I'm hitting the wrong button. All right. Yep. Lori concurred, said yes. Uh, yes. Back pay from the date of filing. No, an increase. Yeah. I mean, so I, I mean, unless you lose the increase, which probably, I mean, most of the time, I mean, unless he's had a change of circumstances where he's making significantly less or you're not working or something, um, he's probably going to be hosed. <clears throat> and I'll tell you guys, you do not want to get behind in child support in any state because that becomes very complicated. And as soon as, I mean, so like if, I don't know if Lori would want to do this, but let's say she wins, the number happens to be right, you know, and he doesn't have enough money to, you know, just pay it. If, if Lori was to call her, uh, her department of child support services and say, you know, he's not paying. I want you to enforce this. They have, it's like automatic. They can just screw with you. I almost got my license suspended because they thought I was like $25 in arrears and they were like garnishing my pay every out of every paycheck. And it was just, it was vicious. It was, they, they tried to seize my, my retirement account. Excuse me. It was, uh, it wasn't fun. So, that's my point to say to you guys, if at all, and granted, I understand that, you know, sometimes it just, it's too much and you just can't. But if, if, if you can at all make sure that you are never in a, re, you know, you, you are always either at zero or plus a dollar and that number is never a negative, it would be in your best interest to do that. It, I learned that lesson the, the hard way, painful way. <laughs> oh man, he's going to get hosed. Lori says, Dwayne, I also added the pro rata for agreed child expenses also needs changing and reimbursement from data filing. See, and, and again, this is kind of what I was talking about with toxic narcissistic people. They tend to win. Now, now granted, she hasn't won. Lori hasn't won. She still has to go to court. But if things follow the trend, and he sounds, you know, like he's the toxic, narcissistic, evil SOB. After, you know, six to eight years, things go south. And this could be a wake up. Now, granted, you know, maybe the numbers are not that big of a deal. And, <clears throat> and he'll, if he loses, he'll, 
be a jackass about it for a little bit and then, you know, cut you a check. I don't know, but so. Yeah, this is, it goes on to say he's, he's paying child support based upon one fourth his actual income, but he owns his own firm. So not a W2 earned. So a lot of adding and backs and hiding money. Yeah. See, that makes it tough, right? Cause then what you're going to have to do, which you probably already are in doing, you're going to have to say, okay, well, I need to see, I don't want to do W2s. I want to see tax returns and, and it just, it's, I mean, you know, and, and, and again, Lori, I'm, I'm, I'm rooting for you. I, I, I hope that you just finally have a, I mean, you had your victory yesterday. I hope that when you finally do this one, you just cry, you, you make it so painful See, this is what's so crazy. You know, she's, my guess, Lori, is probably you were like, you know what, whatever. I'm just going to, it's not worth fighting. But this this guy is constantly dragging you back in a court, back, dragging you back in court. And you're like, well, okay, you know what? I'm being dragged in here. So, you know, you know what? Let's address these other issues that I've just basically was letting go of maybe. I mean, for you to wait this long, I would imagine it's been one of those things that you've been kind of like, contemplating whether to do it. And, uh, you know, ultimately it's going to be probably he did it, does this to himself. I mean, to be honest, I think in my situation, I don't know for sure. Well, I know part of it because I do know that some of the information that I talked with the kids ended up in the court documents from my mom. And I don't think my kids said anything. I think they talked to their mother and their mother talks to my mom and that paragraph in it, in, ended up in their, in their original lawsuit. Um, my point on this is that prior to this happening, and I'm Lori, I'm curious if you, if you agree with this or whatever, but my thought was, okay, this is, you know, my, my family court's done or, you know, the, the divorce decree is done. All the kids are emancipated or whatever, whatever you call it. Emancipated. I think it's emancipated or whatever the word is. You know, and, and you know, the last one turns 18 in August. So September, this will be over. And uh, and I'm like, you know, and, I, and you, in my, some of my older videos, I've talked about this is like, well, do I try to deal with the with the alimony thing now? And I wasn't. I'm like, you know what? I don't care. I do not want to be thinking about this crap anymore. Um, California, for some reason, made a mistake or my county, and they were still ordering my alimony to be pulled out of my check. I'm like, well, I didn't think they were going to do that. And, but I was like, okay, you know what? Whatever. I, out of sight, out of mind. You know, the child support dropped off. That number looked right. They're still pulling alimony. Okay, fine. Whatever. That's fine. Whatever. You know, the, they, the county reissued a different order, basically saying, you know, drop child support, but continue alimony. And, uh, and I'm like, great. I'm not going to worry about it. I will wait a year or two before I decide to mess with this. I want to work on other things. I want to go camping more. I want to work on the channel more. I, I don't want to think about that. I don't want to, I don't want to drag myself in the pit of hell. But when all this crap happened and I had to basically become, you know, Mr. Freaking rain man on, on, or try to, to on the court stuff. It's like, well, I am in this mode. It's already fresh in my mind. I know how to write the documents. I understand where to get the information. I probably should just go ahead and fight this. And, and the information I've been given thus far is that 
that alimony will get terminated, right? I haven't had anyone say to me yet, and I'm going to do a couple more checking before I do it. I haven't had anyone say, oh, you know, no, they won't, <clears throat> you know, oh, you might be able to get it reduced, but you'll never get it terminated. The, the <coughs> excuse me, the two people I spoke with so, thus far have said, oh, no, you're, you know, yeah, you're right. It's uh, no, you, California does not, you know, isn't, isn't supportive of, of lifetime alimony. And when I told them that the Gavron warning was what Cal, I think that's what California uses. Maybe other States do as well. I don't know, but basically it's a warning saying you need to go get a job and become self-sufficient. And I'm like, look, here's the situation. Yeah, 12 years ago, Gavron warning was issued you know, eight years ago, went to, you know, went to better herself and got a degree, an associate's degree in paralegal studies and has been working a job for four years. I'm like, oh yeah, you're done. It's, it, it's this, you're good. Yeah, it'll be terminated. So, um, yeah, so I'm going to, I'll work on that. So. Nice. Lori says, Dwayne, I'm grateful now. I now have an attorney who's going to keep filing for fees as I cannot pay him. Well, good. I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to hit this. It seems like we very rarely get attorneys that are really good and are helpful, helpful other than them helping themselves to uh, our wallet. So good for you. Uh, Lori goes on to say, uh, to, to defy dad, unfortunately, you learn as you go experience. Yep, that is that is absolutely true. <laughs> now let's see. Pepe. Hey, Pepe, haven't seen you on in a while. It says alimony is a joke. Well, I understand what you're saying, but man, well, whenever that money comes out of my account, because now it's not, it's coming, I have to, it goes into the account. And then it goes out because I'm not going to just, you know, wire transfer her money, you know, from my paycheck. But I kind of liked it better when it was just like when I got my paycheck, it was like, boom, there it is. I don't necessarily like it's like, hey, it's this number. But you have to delete, you know, a few hundred dollars every two weeks. All right. Well, we're almost at two hours. So let me see if there's anything I missed and I forgot to hit my, my stinger thing when we changed topics. So, oh, well for that. Um, if you, if any, if there are any lingering issues, uh, ask it and I will try to hit it before we, we wrap things up. <clears throat> Excuse me. I, I don't know what the delay is. I'm going to do this. I'm going to ask somebody, and I'm going to get down at the bottom comments. I'm going to say right now, say now in the comments so I know how long it takes. And, and I'll start a time. You know what? Stop that. Don't do that. Wait, wait. Don't do it. I'm going to do a stopwatch. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do a, I'm going to do a stopwatch. Okay. So, no, that's a timer. Go to stopwatch. All right. When I say, okay, right now hit, uh, say, put now in the comments. Okay. And I'll let that run. I wonder if it'll focus on me. It'll probably focus if I move it over my face. There we go. No. Okay. So I'm thinking, damn it. I should have changed the word because you guys are probably saying now, when I said now, if that is correct, that's 17 seconds. 
My gut feeling is, is it's probably on the stopwatch. Now 2.0. Ah, stop. Oh, 20. Really? Oh, so it's only 23 seconds to now 2.0. Okay. Well, shoot, that's cool. I thought, I thought it was longer. I mean, 20 seconds still is, is not, not, you know, short amount of time, but, um, I didn't know how quick we are. Okay. Uh, thank you guys. <laughs> so I've obviously I have to tailor my questions differently to get you all to respond. That's hilarious. <laughs> but thank you for that. That's awesome. You guys made me laugh. I like you guys. So, all right. Checking through the comments. If anyone has anything for me, tag me. Say question. I think we're about ready to wrap up. I mean, I think uh, hopefully the original, con- oh, and I'll just add on to this. Uh, I've started to turn off the DVR feature in the stream because um. Jeez, I just read something and it threw me off. I started to turn it off kind of for this reason, because I didn't realize that when people would come in, if they weren't current and they're commenting on something that happened, you know, like this, this stream's almost two hours. If somebody was commenting on something that had an hour ago and it pops up, I have no idea what they're talking about. So I, I've kind of forced this that you can only watch the live version of it. I think it's better. Um, I mean, if it was a video that that <clears throat> was a pre-recorded or something, maybe that would be different. But with it being like this and we're having a discussion, I think it's better to force it to where you have to be live. Unfortunately, it means you can't rewind until it comes back on the replay. Um, but I think uh, I think that's better because it keeps the conversation in line with what's what's actually happening and what a lot of people are talking about. So if you notice that. That's something I've tried to do. I also think I, I might have made it to where you can only make comments if you're a, uh, a subscriber. Um, for some reason, it's defaulting to that. So I may have, I may have changed that. I, I mean, I guess technically, I would probably prefer that subscribers are talking. Might rule out some trolls. I mean, granted, obviously, all someone has to do is, is uh, you know, subscribe and then whatever george says my ex-father-in-law tried to sue me see that almost makes more sense right your own mother suing you or your own father suing you that doesn't make as much sense uh george i hope well you said tried so i hope you were able to get that thrown out but it sucks when these people use court and it forces you to have to engage and deal with it um you know, and, and like even in my situation, it still cost me a few hundred bucks or I guess few would be like three. I, th- I think I know one thing I paid for for that hearing. It cost me to have that hearing. I had to pay four hundred and fifty dollars for the for the hearing fee plus the filing fee plus the service fees plus the convenience fees of doing it electronically. I mean, so and every time I sent a piece of paper, it was like 60 to 70 bucks. I mean, so this, I'm probably into it a good eight, 900 bucks. I could have bought myself a new radio. I could have bought myself a new radio. Instead, I had to pay it on court. I was going to say camera, but I couldn't, I don't have a cam. Oh, I get, well, I don't have a camera laying around. Speaking of that, completely off topic, I am seriously thinking about getting a, a, 
upgrading my ham radio license and doing some more HF stuff. And what I'm thinking is, is I want to go out and when I drive my happy little butt up to the mountains or out in the middle of the desert, setting up a radio and then either coordinating with people to try to make communications in different states and whatever, and just, just practice with that. I think that might be fun. I, I, maybe I'm, maybe I'm nuts, but, uh, <clears throat> that's one thing I'm thinking about trying to do. Shane says, well, I gotta get down to that. That's money well spent. Thank you, sir. I think so as well. Wasn't super happy about it, but, uh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, FPS says, I was wondering why I couldn't rewind to the beginning when I jumped in the middle of this. Kind of annoying only because I love the content so much that I wanted to see it all. I know, FPS. I appreciate you saying that. I just, I mean, I just kind of went through why I did it. Um, I don't know. I, like I said, as soon as this is over and, and it, you know, reposts, you should be able to, uh, you should be able to start from the beginning. So... Sorry about that, FPS, but thank you so much for jumping on. I know, I appreciate it. I always like seeing seeing your little profile picture show up in the in the in the scrolling comments. <laughs> oh, this is hilarious. I don't know if my buddy posted this in the vid, in his video. I don't know if his video came out, but but I went out with uh, with Johnny Taco and a, and another a couple other guys, and we had s'mores, and it was like the biggest freaking. It was like this gigantic marshmallow. And I don't know if you all know this because I don't eat s'mores a lot and I definitely don't eat marshmallows. But when you have a beard and you have a flaming melting mush of goo, you get it all over yourself. And and my buddy, Mr. Taco, freaking filmed that. And uh, for the rest of the trip, they called me Marshy. On the radio, my call sign changed to Marshy. Are you, are you with us, Marshy? Yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, the rea- reality, Lori, is technically that stuff I'm not really supposed to eat anymore. So I try not to do stuff like that because it's definitely not good for my blood sugar. When I have my medication, the numbers kind of have been staying staying in in check but man when i ran out i mean i take three medicate three medications for my diabetes i take like metformin genuvia and then this insulin thing i take once a day it's like a long lasting yada yada so um i ran out of the insulin part and excuse me oh yeah do not just saying that do not in the comments start typing marsh marshy (laughs) and as i say that i know you guys all are so i'm just it's funny anyways um yeah so you know i mean it's amazing how fast my numbers have started to go up since running i ran out this friday i think thursday or whatever day i went and i went and did my blood work so i was current i took the last dose ran out and then every day the numbers. Oh, wow. Lori's a pharmacist. Oh, crud. So I'm saying this and you're probably saying, Dwayne, you're a knucklehead for not, um, you know, making sure you didn't run out. So yeah. Anyways, anyways. So 
All righty. <laughs> I tumblers. Good old Marshy. Yep. It was pretty funny. I was laughing my butt off on that. So they're like, have another one. I'm like, nope, I'm not doing another one. So. Ooh, Defy Dad says, DSD, get a long-range high-gain antenna or external antenna for your ham radio. Also get a licensed and use get also get a licensed and use repeater to connect to people all over the world. Yeah, no, I do the repeater thing. There's a bunch, man, there's a bunch of nets. Like in, in Southern California, there is literally a, a net called Papa. There's a couple of them, but that one goes from like San Diego to like Sacramento or maybe Fresno. I mean, like literally you hear people talking from all over the, you know, all over the Southern part of the state. It's pretty amazing. And then there's another system where I actually was listening to someone talk the other day and they were saying basically, um, one guy was like in Washington state and the other person was in a truck drive in, in uh, Texas getting ready to go out on an oil rig. And I'm like, and I mean, they're just having a conversation like, Oh, Hey, this is what's going on. You know, they're use their call signs and yada, yada. I'm like, Wow. <clears throat> Pretty crazy. All right. No, I believe you, Lori. I do. So, anyway, so on that, we have done two hours. And I think now would be a good, <clears throat> a good time to wrap things up. So, what I'm going to, what I'm going to do because I really do appreciate all the channel members, is I'm going to hit the button and say thank you to everybody who has clicked the join button. We have a new one, Sons of, Son of Narky, which I love that name, is a, new, a newer member. So thanks to the folks who clicked the join button and have said, you know what, Dwayne, you're doing such a good job, and I appreciate what you're doing that I'm going to become a channel member. I really appreciate that. It means a lot to me, guys, that you do that. So on that, thank you so much for hanging out with me tonight. I know that I have not been very consistent. I am going to attempt to get better. Uh, obviously, I have some things I'm working on, you know, health. Uh, the, the, this case thing was taking a lot of time, but I do plan on trying to figure out a new schedule. I am not sure whether it's going to be morning, evening. I don't know. We're, we're going to have to figure that out. Hopefully you guys will work with me on that and we will come up with a solution that works for everybody, including me. And on that, have a great rest of your day. Thank you so much for your support and the great conversations. And on that note, have a great rest of your evening and I will catch you on the next one. <laughs>